0: And we're back, episode 90. Z-Man, you were boots on the ground last night in Las Vegas for game two of the Stanley Cup final. Talk to us. How was that?
1: Man, it was super cool. Um, I actually flew out to uh, Phoenix, um, spent some time with my grandma, my aunt, some family out here once the season ended. Um, Have a a friend um, in Vegas, and he he helped us out with tickets, got us some great, great tickets. And so I asked uh, my grandmother, and my aunt, you guys willing to go to Vegas and hop in the car, drive five hours, watch game two? They said, are you crazy? Of course we'll get in the car and go five hours and watch game two. Wow. Automatic. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So uh, we get there. We hop in the car. We get there. We left uh, about 7 a.m., got there around noon. Um we grabbed a bite to eat by the hotel. Uh, it's this place called Flower Child. Healthy food for a happy world. Pretty cool place. Great food. Um, reasonably priced as well in Vegas. Uh, everybody who goes to Vegas
0: knows it's the food and drinks are so expensive. I saw. I saw uh, some tweets that was like forty six dollar margarita. Ah.
2: Yeah. Were yeah, you I'm, just reading their yeah. or did you come up with that healthy food for a happy world?
1: No, dude. It's uh Flower Child right below it. That's their slogan. Oh I it love it. Stood right out to us, but no, it was delicious. Um, so after we eat, we go to the hotel, quick shower up, get ready, and right down the T Mobile Arena. Um, we got we got dropped off right outside the arena. Um, we went to the beer house. Beer and house beer house yeah the beer house the German you know it's uh the German beer house so uh we were walking there music everywhere there's little tents of vendors set up um free haircuts there was free haircuts going on right outside the stadium uh there was a big um stage where they had like uh, people performing loud music and we got down there at about two o'clock. So three hours before game time and you would have thought it, the game was starting
0: in an hour. Like the game was started soon. Like it, it was packed yeah, down there. Absolutely. No, um, that's unbelievable. You were sending me, I mean, I was posting everything you were sending me on the buzz pods stories, dude. It was unbelievable. Dude, like, yeah. just
1: You really, I, honest, I try dude. to describe, I try to describe it, but you have to be there to really
0: feel the energy and see everything that, that went on. Super cool, man that's unreal and uh and TK on the other side of the world um back in Soflow, baby um how are you doing and what's it like to be back home and how's Barwis you just started training at Barwis with all the big dogs Dewey Peak all the boys are there so yeah. how's that been
2: um it's been good i uh, drove home from mass it took me 4 days to get back left monday morning didn't get back till thursday night stayed in uh new york city dc and then somewhere in south carolina wasn't memorable don't remember where, but um
0: Yeah, yeah Zach's about the hey, trip. Hey, yeah, hour.
1: four <laughs> days to get back from mass. Where are you doing? 25? Did you go well, through the school uh, the whole way?
2: stopped every hours. At first I was thinking like make a trip of it. And then like uh a day in, I was like, You're alone, you know, like make a trip, you know, you got nobody with you here. But uh I still made it a good time. I saw some friends along the way and um yeah that's saw, so funny some dude. Good restaurants uh saw some like when i was in uh new york actually i like stayed in the same town it was just a coincidence that my grandparents were from and then uh when i was in dc i ended up being like staying like right next to my uncle's uh my late uncle's uh like old place so it's kind of like two coincidences uh saw sure, some dude. of my friends along the way and then um got home and kind of started at Barwis right away went off and i didn't have not lifted for like eight weeks i had my broken ribs so i like jumped right into Barwis. luckily me and mark got a couple like heavy workouts in like uh friday and saturday so i was like a little bit ready for it but the body's definitely pretty sore they didn't give Dude. you that goodie bag still or did you get that yet? oh i didn't get the goodie bag man i guess because I, I saw they gave that. a lot
0: of guys goodies and they didn't give you some and i just think that's wrong
2: yeah, I guess I haven't qualified for the goodie bag yet, but uh I'm not gonna
0: lift good. a certain amount of weight or something. I'm just gonna put
2: that. in my work and then when the so flow season starts, maybe then I'll qualify for a goodie bag. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Dewey's just he's nonstop me the whole time I'm in there. It's pretty great. But uh yeah, besides that, life's been good. Um, can't complain. My mom just got home today too, so she cooked some dinner, which was nice. Dude, that's awesome. I actually love
0: that. You said like Dewey's chirping you the whole workout. That's going to make you so much better. I remember when I worked out with Dewey back in the day. And even now I work out with Zach. I can't wait for him to get here. They're both chirping me all workout, So I love that, especially now because I've been kind of um going lightweight high reps i know z's gonna be giving it to me so i can't yeah
1: i I give it to you because you try to do
0: toe drags like
1: you it's not your
0: game Listen, not only do i not only do i try to do toe drags but i've been sick handling in the garage every single morning and every single night and i've been working on my toe drags and uh these two guys that are coming on soon they know all about toe drags i can't wait till we talk about about and they're gonna tell you Oh, drag. i mean i mean i'll just let them tell you I'll, I'll leave it a surprise but yeah i i have been working on my toe drag z and uh, i'm gonna do it to you and i can't wait and i'm gonna laugh at you after yeah
1: right i'm gonna put my shoulder right through your chest like maddie kachuk on jack eichel
2: what Fuck. a hit what That's a clean what yeah a
1: clean,
2: amazing yeah hit. i gotta hear about your perspective from that you saw that in real time like what was the building going like when that dude,
1: well, the, the building, it, it felt like that hit knocked the wind out of the whole building, dude. Everybody was like, <gasps> but I honestly didn't even see the hit coming. Like, I'm watching the play develop, and usually you can see what's about to happen. I think that Kachuk's just kind of going to angle him, and fuck, did he just see, he saw red, and he smelt blood, I. Ike's had his head down for that one-two. He He saw him last
0: second. He toe-picked right into him. If you see the video. He toe-picked
1: because he saw him last second. Yeah, yeah, I agree. He can't do anything. He pulled the parachute, and honestly, it probably saved him, like, from getting, like, really hurt.
0: No, no, no. I think it was worse because he toe-picked. He was at, like, this angle, and it snapped his neck, like, back like this. You know what I'm saying? So, like, if he would have been more upright, it would have hit him like this. You know, you know what I yes. mean? Yes. Whereas like now he was like this and he went like this and he's had neck surgery. So that's why I was like, oh, he's done. What I'm what I think about this
1: is when he toe picked, now his body in the air, he's light. Like he's light. So you're you're nimble. When you get hit and you're light, you you go with the contact. Like your body yeah. conforms when you get hit. Whereas if you're skating and you're heavy. And your force is going this way. You're full force with your feet in the ground, and then you get hit coming back this way. I think that's what causes the whiplash, and it's worse for your neck because you're, you're tight, and then you get cracked. But when I, don't you know, I hit, see, I loose, see both
0: sides. But boom, I see both sides. But he came back. He, right neither of us this are this doctors.
2: Neither of us are doctors. So yeah, man, I meanwhile, his surgeon saw him get hit, and he's thinking like. He gonna hold up? I did that surgery well. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. He got. He was back out there too. He or he's thinking
2: there. like he's coming back for more. <laughs> no, this guy is
1: this guy's dialed, man. He, yeah, he's right. That he, was crazy. he
2: came back next period and got an apple first shift right away. He, yeah. He's seeing
1: the play so yeah. so much faster than everybody else. <laughs> Honestly, That's...
2: in my opinion, been the best player like in terms of controlling the flow of the game in the playoffs, like so and. Uh So
0: is a man on a mission Too, like good.
2: those guys are scoring and he's playing with great guys, but just kind of seems like Eichel is just like in his zone, controlling the play. power play. he's walking that one man drop in clean dude. every time took
0: Mar So from Florida.
2: well, Florida didn't protect him in the draft. He scored thirty in Florida in third, yeah, dude S- silly absolutely
0: he's silly.
1: A, man, he's but- a man on a mission this a hey, this this Mitch this uh Mr. Marchessault guy in warmups no bucket elite flow constantly throwing the flow back for <laughs> sure worried about what he looks like and
0: man the look good feel good play good is the most real thing and yeah. I saw it for- I mean that's been a fact for a long time but you know what's crazy is he I saw him one time in Montreal and I went to go see this like celebrity game or whatever some of my friends were playing and he was there and he's like a a small guy like pretty small and it's just crazy how he's just dominating dude like you just expect him to score now every game it's unbelievable he's literally a man on a mission it's really scary like as a Florida Panther fan um those past two games like losing like that um is really scary I know they say you haven't lost until you lose one at home, but, like, you're down 2 Like, it's – That don't know. means as nothing. A, as a Panther fan, I'm scared. 2 is nothing. 2 is nothing, AZ? Eh,
1: yeah, 2-0 is nothing. What do you mean 2-0 is nothing? Yeah, it's fucking nothing, bro. They lost two games on the road. Yeah, I mean – Okay, you, you, know you know what? You know what? will ask you a question. No, no, stop, stop. When was the last time you played a playoff series? Okay, I haven't,
0: all right, in a while since oh. the Q. Since the Q. Okay. Okay, Hank Crone, baby, and there he is.
3: What's up, fellas?
0: Hank the tank, what's up, bro? How we doing? Hank, this, I mean, you know, solo, but that other guy yeah. over
3: there, Timmy Kent, what's up, brother? What's up, Timmy? How we doing?
2: Not bad, yourself?
3: Another day in paradise, like Emma in paradise.
2: I was like, Emma,
3: <laughs> oh, yeah, be I gotta a- get that change. What's going on here? Hey, um,
0: no, that's all right, it's okay. Oh, you're chilling, you're chilling,
3: a renamer. Rename Finn's fashion fashionably late i'm gonna I'm gonna rename her she's gonna be choked when she gets on work call next time <laughs> kroner <laughs> right. Kroner
4: you
3: know, uh, act- actually actually kroner
0: before uh before Finn's hops on yeah We can we can get a little story going. I want to give yeah. a quick shout out to the sock jock the idea that uh oh. was was never able to be created by us because unfortunately it was already created but uh let's you want to give the backstory on the sock jock and this invention that we created we thought we were entrepreneurs we we were ready to go
3: yeah I kind of liked it uh you're jumping in that it was co-created by you it was created originally
0: by Hank but he was a good enough guy to let me in
3: yeah no I I needed your help for sure no it it was I thought it was a sick idea so you know how when you're getting dressed and like Sometimes it feels like it's taken a long time. That's when it hit me. Okay. So I had, (laughs) I had, uh... You hate
0: getting dressed the most out of anyone I know.
3: I don't like it. I like just, I wish I could just magically be dressed, but so, and that's what my idea pretty much is. So there's, I thought of this idea of like, like leggings, you know, you like guys wear leggings under their jock, like their ditch or whatever, like have a certain material that, and I got to paint the scene and it's a little... It's tough because this is probably like you don't want to you don't want to jump into to corporate people like this. But I'm like, OK, imagine you're naked. Right. You're sitting in the locker. Room, OK, you're butt naked. OK, you just throw your shin pads on. OK, and this these leggings have like a cup built in. So you just pull pull them on over your over your shin pads and you're ready to go like you're done pretty much like you did then you just skates pants you're done you're dressed there's no there's no you know like pulling the socks up putting the garter belt none of that you're just whoop pants on you're dressed so i thought it was a sick idea called the sock jock finn's can attest to this he was all in <laughs> brutal idea
4: <laughs> i think they're one of the worst potentially <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, so so listen, this is the best part. So, we we got this idea the sock jock, we're talking about it for like three days straight in the locker room, and we're showing it to guys. Like, Hank put together like a little bit of a, pr- a prototype, and he was yeah. showing it to guys, and it made a lot more sense when he showed it to guys. It looks it's legit, and uh, so we go on. I'm like, Hank, I'm gonna do some actual research. Like, I know a lot of people in the hockey world, you mm-hmm. know, who knows? A sock jock, this thing could take off. So I'm doing research, whatever, and then Hank hits me up. I think you're the one that found out it's a real thing, right?
3: Yeah, I looked it up. I was like, I wonder, like, there's probably no way that anyone's as smart as me, but I looked it up, and first thing I see is Sock Drop, like, the same name and everything. It's a company, <laughs> like, company in Vermont. They, they went out of business in, like, three months, so I don't know. Maybe, maybe it didn't really work, but I, I like the idea personally.
0: first. No, they had bad money. I had
3: eight. Hey, Remember we had the we had the whole thing going in with like youth teams too. Like you can like <laughs> custom order like your game socks, we had and then a all whole these game kids are like they're dressed, they're already ready to go. I mean, they're in the they're ready to go before any other U twelve team in the country. I guarantee it.
0: Oh, that's unreal! What a way to open it. But what's up, Fins? Fins is in the chat, big Fins.
4: Yeah, what's up, man? How are you?
0: Good. How are you? This is uh, Zach Solo and Timmy. What's Kent. up, Fins?
4: Nice to meet you,
1: boys. Thanks for having me for sure thanks for coming on the fucking dynamic duo
0: yeah, oh, yeah. so so i don't even have a, a intro written i just i'm just gonna say welcome to episode 90 featuring the dish daddies i mean these guys know everything about toe drags backhand toe drags and putting it be, like behind the goalie sorry i just stuttered there but <laughs> wake up Blatch. but putting it behind Blatch the really goalie a score. The net. but you know what i mean <laughs> these guys are pure goal scorers kind of like myself so welcome to the pod Hank Crone and Liam Finley. Thank
4: you, Blotch.
3: Yeah, excited. It's uh, a long time coming. Blotch was uh, getting us fired up all year in Allen. so once, now it's, te- it's good that we're actually getting it done. Finns has my hat on. So what's new? <laughs> it's the house. It's
0: the, th- let me tell you something. Z, TK, you guys don't know this obviously, but these two guys lived in a house this year, <laughs> the hockey house in, in Allen, Texas and uh a lot of turnaround in the house um no fridge for a couple months for the boys (laughs) uh it was a bit of a struggle for them. but uh you know as you can see finn's is probably going to be wearing a lot of hank's clothes because
4: uh i think finn's i think finn's the kind of guy that would wear clothes for like two days and then throw it away so oh yeah right now i'm the guy that uh i got holes in my stuff man it's it's tough out there we had uh we had a little bit of a roach problem there so i lost some clothes some good clothes this year to a few of the roaches, but no, they're cool though. A little
3: bit of a peace offering for the bathroom me and Finn shared, you know, had to make sure that they knew who was boss. We're 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 down to to help out, but we're also uh can't be any freeloaders. So oh, <laughs>
2: I'd imagine that... Blatch was probably freeloader number one.
3: Oh, no, yeah. Blatch, Blatch wasn't over that much now that he, you know, he's a married man. Like I mean, well, he, got, like, I mean... he's gotta go home. Like he's got stuff to do. He wasn't there
1: very long, so I mean, he couldn't
0: have no time. <laughs> no, I wasn't there very long, but that's a lie, Hank. I came over to the boys a lot. No, just, you did.
3: You, you, you yeah. made an appearance more than most, and that's something to be said, especially being married.
0: I just didn't <laughs> hang out long. You know what happened is uh, I'd go to the rink and I'd have snacks ready to go. You guys remember I would come with like a basically a lunch box, so I'm just ready to go a day at work. And or I would man. end up, I would get there too early. So I had, I'd end up eating all my post-practice snacks before practice. <laughs> then after practice, I'm starving. I'd call my wife. Hey, honey, anything, any, any food? She's like, oh, you know, you can make something when you get home. And I'm like, ah, you know, so that's when I got into the bad habit of going to Panda Express. And, uh... Yeah. And then stopping at the boys at the hockey house and eating my panda with the boys. <laughs> so it'll that's get you.
3: It'll get you when you go down a uh, fast food row there in Allen.
0: And yeah, you know, pretty
3: pretty hard to stay away after a, after a Costello bagger.
0: Yeah, I mean it's crazy because yeah. I don't Those I don't eat ones. fast food too much uh, during the off season if at all. But I had panda tonight in honor of this uh, podcast, as you guys know. So I would yeah. get
3: panda, but I'm up in the UP. There's no panda up here.
0: Yeah, I know you're golfing a lot, hey? Yeah,
3: oh. it's golfing season. So that would make sense. <laughs>
0: it's <laughs> Finn's real quick, Finn. Yeah. What's uh, what's that picture on your EP? Like, what team is that? Because that's probably the sickest style you ever had in your whole career. <laughs> on my EP, I don't yeah, even know. L- luckily for you, it'd be Koovy. Dude, it's is, let is me tell it, you something. Uh,
4: He's got a white turtleneck under his. Oh, knee. Yeah, dude. dude that's the white turtleneck yeah that's the swedish one so we had to wear uh we had to wear neck guards in that one and they gave me like uh they they originally gave me like a nice black one and uh you know it was one of those ones that was probably like you know it was choking me out all game and uh i was like you know, fuck, you know i need to get i need to get something else here And the you know we had like we had a trainer there who i don't know if she or uh i don't know if she spoke great english but she came in one day and i was asking for a new one she brought me like this white one i was like you're kidding you know, I already look. I already look like an idiot out there. Now I got to wear oh. a white neck. Dude, and you've like looked whole... worse.
0: You've looked worse. Trust me, <laughs> yeah, I've looked I just, worse
4: a lot of times. <laughs> yeah, dude, that
0: picture is unbelievable. It's going to be the picture. I'm going to split a picture of you and Hank for this podcast because not many times we get the opportunity to have two guests on together. This
3: is unreal. Yeah. But I'm going to try. It. You, you got to find That's one where one. we're both rock. You got to find one where we're both rocking 45. So, yeah. Oh. yeah. I mean, nah. how did you, by the way,
0: how did you get to use the 4,500 this year in Allen, in the ECHL? Is that like,
3: a, are you a rule breaker? You're a special I don't know. guy. I just, I just, those warrior buckies are brutal. So I just, we just kind of, we just kind of buttered up T-bone and, and he was, uh, he was down yeah. to help us out. Yeah. Funny story Big though. Big shout out. He helped us, he helped us get a white one. I think there was like, he kn- knew someone on sideline, but then the red one was really tough to find. There was one left. On sideline swap, some guy had it. I pulled the trigger. So that's how I got the red one. <laughs> Dude,
0: you had you had to know buy what's funny? You know what's he funny? He had to buy
1: it himself and bring the receipt to the rink to get reimbursed. No receipt.
3: No receipt. I just ate it. It was kind of, wow. a, I was just like, 45 I'm bucks good. I'm good. Place. It was only like 40 bucks. So that says what kind of helmet it is. You know what's but,
0: funny is, uh yeah. I asked, I asked it, like why you're allowed. It's obviously because you're a skill guy, but <laughs> like me, I fight like <laughs> 10, 11, 12 times a year and i asked for a ccm helmet because the warriors come off right away first punch and they're like no nah, no nah, you can't do it
3: and then dude, that's be... what happened to me in my fight <laughs>
4: okay <laughs> couldn't wait to bring that up eh? i knew that would get laughed going. i knew that let's would get Blosh. go
1: baby <laughs> Can
4: you Blosh talk a little it, bit about Blosh that witnessed fight? it too what oh yeah said, dude, Blosh I, witnessed, yeah it.
0: let's talk about that <laughs>
4: Well, he asked, he asked. Finn, so I had to jump in. I had to protect Finn. Yeah, Krohn came awful. in because he was jealous that someone was looking at me like that. <laughs> he can help himself. What do you like? After you fought, though, were you like, "Oh, that wasn't
3: even that bad"? Well, I mean, it's, no, I don't think anybody could ever be hurt by one of those punches that I threw. <laughs> so it wasn't like a really a huge deal at all. And then I was getting and then I was getting chirped by the fans in reading. And then you know, I was I was like, Yeah, you come down here. Like I was like, some up- like, will <laughs> <I'll> go anyone. <laughs> I'm like, I was trying I had my binoculars up up in this looking for Nico up in the stands to say, Hey, you guys might have yeah, to come like, down here.
2: Blotch, get down here, and do your job. <laughs> oh. <Yeah.
3: laughs> Blot, you, gotta, Blot, you gotta tell him the uh, walks the walks story when we were playing Utah when you when you remember. Oh, yeah. Actually,
0: that's funny because TK asked me, he he was going to ask you if there's a story where I, if I ever protected you, (laughs) this is
3: like, oh,
2: take care of that for
3: us. (laughs) No, I didn't even, it happened so fast. I was like getting kind of like in a scrum in the neutral zone. And all of a sudden Blotchy's like one leg over, like screaming at me to get off. And I just quick five, five yard sprint over to the bench to get him out there.
0: No, dude. So this is what happened. So this guy on uh, Utah, right? Yeah. yeah. Walker, he was like, he, whatever. He's a he's a pest like all the time. That's kind of his role. So he's going after Hank, like going after the skill guys. And he's telling Hank, like, you want it? You want to go? Right in front of our bench. I'm talking Hank <laughs> is right at our door. And this guy's right at his door. You want to go? Shaking his mitts, shaking his mitts. I go, Hank, grab him. Doors open. Grab him. Throw him in the bench. Jump out. The guy's still in this position, like that's how quick it was. He's still like asking Hank. Hank's not even there anymore. This guy's like, "Hank, you want to go?" Hank's gone. I step in, yeah, boom, drop my gloves. This guy, as quick as he can, turtles gets down like this, and I just start wailing, wailing,
4: you know, kind of. Yeah, so, yeah, that's what I thought. Yeah. That <laughs> Hank? Hank,
1: that's not Hank. Yeah. <laughs>
4: Can you imagine yeah. this guy? He's like looking at Hank, like ready to just pump him, and he blinks, and all of a sudden, blotches in his face. Literally blinked, and he sees head Dude, that was <laughs> yeah, that the was, classic.
0: That was unreal. And then the other funny story in uh, Allen is um, I don't know how many games in, but remember when I sucker punched that kid on Utah?
3: Yeah, yeah. What was it? Is that a yeah. face off? Fits and I. Got oh a no, I fucking saw
1: this. I was watching the game live. It was a. It was a fucking. It was like after an offside or something. Three, and there was yes, a little three scrum. seconds left. There was a little <laughs> oh, scrum. Yeah. And 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 the the ref is standing in front of Blatch, and a guy's like skating by him. Skill guys like skating by him. You just see Blatch stick out the fucking arm. No, no, this, no. That
0: that's not this uh, one. Listen to this. This is a, different, a different one. Different one. Different one. one. So this is this is. There's a couple seconds left in the game, and Costi, the coach, he goes, Blatch, get out there. Nothing stupid, right? but combs and hargrove like two veterans were like this is your time sheriff this is time to be the sheriff <laughs> you know what to do you know and i'm like, I mean, like i'm like okay i know what to do and so i go i line up next to this guy what's his name he the the assistant captain Fitz? was it not fits yeah yeah it's it's so i line up next to him in the draw i go we're going super goes, nice go. guy he goes "Yeah, yeah <laughs> super nice i go we're going he goes no we're not i go yeah we are (laughs) puck drops sucker and then he goes down and i kind of like jumped on him but couldn't do much the refs were all over me and then i got a three game suspension so then i get called into next day is an off day and i get a call from the coach at like 9 30 a.m he's like hey can you come into the rink oh those are never good That's it, right? That's the call. So I look at my wife. I'm like, hey, kind of start lightly packing your things. I know
3: what's about (laughs) to happen here. So I go to the rink. We got to go. We got to go now.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So I go to the rink and uh, I remember walking into his office. I'm so scared, man. I'm shaking. He's like, hey, like, what were you thinking last night? Like, I told you, like, don't do anything stupid. I go, yeah, but like, there was a couple seconds left in the game, you know, like a lot of, crazy stuff was happening. Like, and you put me out there. And then also like Combsy and Hargrove were telling me like, (laughs) this is my time to be the sheriff. So like, I had to, I had to do it. Right. Like, I thought you wanted me to do that. I thought that's why you put me out there. (laughs) And he's like, no, he's like, Oh, he's like, no, I didn't want you to do that. You know, like now you're suspended three games, but like, I didn't know, uh, I'll have to talk to Combsy and Hargrove, but like, you're fine. You know, you're not like getting released or anything like you're okay. And I'm like, Okay, all right. I got two weeks later. I'm really. And then
3: you went and crushed
0: Panda. And then I went <laughs> and crushed Panda. And then went to the boys' place. <laughs> but <Brothers. laughs> uh, hey Hank. You're yeah. from Texas.
3: How nasty is that? That's all. A hey, shout out, Ty. Shout out, Ty Farmer for that one. Dude, I was gonna ask you who made that for you. That was him. No, no, Farmer was just like the one who was like kind of like showing us all this song. And we were like, you know, he was like, man, like, how sick would it be if we like skated out to that? And like, it would be sick, but like, they're not going to do that. So Zach uh, probably
0: hasn't seen it. I sent it to TK Finns. You probably saw it on Hank's Instagram. Oh yeah. That highlight video (laughs) video of you is the all time best highlight video ever created with a bunch of guys
3: doing it now. So did you put that that whole video together? No, this uh, the guy he like it was weird. He wasn't there when you were there, but there was this guy towards the end of the year who was doing like sick videographer stuff. Like I don't know like where he came from, but he's like super nice guy and he was just dishing out highlight bits for the boys. Yeah, so,
4: that's, like, that's unbelievable. Kroner, Kroner had like the best four games of his life when the guy was there. <laughs>
3: yeah, that is, that is you true. Enough. Like. It was good timing, the times he was there. He was only there for like six games. and I was You, like, heard,
0: you heard there was a guy coming making <laughs> highlight videos, and you were like, all right, I'm going to turn it up a bit.
3: It was <laughs> great. That, that actually was a crazy couple of weeks, Spencer, right? Yeah. Yeah, you were running it then. That's hey, nuts.
1: Real quick, speaking of highlight vids, I, I'm in Vegas. I was in Vegas for the game last night. I wake up this morning. Like 8, 8.30 in the morning, I have a fucking missed call from TK, It's 7.20. I'm like, what the fuck is TK doing calling me, 7.20? So anyways, I call him back. Hey, TK, like, what's up, man? Like, I'm in Vegas right now, ready to go wheels up, drive back to Arizona. What's good? He's like, hey, man, I was really thinking about this. I was wondering if you could – um. You know, like clip some of your highlights, not like goals or assists or anything, but like maybe some wall play or like, you know, just some stuff of you doing some shit so I can just see what it looks like. I'm like, TK, man, I, I, I'll get it to you. I'm jumping in the car. I'm driving back home. <laughs>
2: Wait to Talk throw to me
0: you under, eh, <laughs> No, dude, are you kidding me? Throw you under. If there's a scout listening to
2: this, they're like, that guy's fucking hungry.
0: Yeah, he fucking died. I thought it. It was a, hey, oh, well, a
2: little funny. guy. I'm a smaller guy. I was just like, hey, Z, he? you know, kind of want to see I'm what doing- like out there.
1: DK, I do the same shit. I just call the video coach though for the team, and I say that I don't, you know. <laughs> I'm
0: like, hey, Finn's. Hey, Finn's. Hey, real quick, I want to get into you a little bit. Like you went
4: to a Pursuit of Excellence when you were younger. I don't know if you yeah. talked about this, but did you play with Dewey Duhame? I did. Yeah, he actually came in. I think it was the second year I was there, and uh, oh man, this was this is kind he of. He was a funny probably smaller here. than you when you guys were. Yeah, he came in and I was like, "Oh no, who's this other small guy?" He was like nasty, and uh, he was like my height. And all of a sudden, you know, what was it? Maybe four or five years later, like I see he's playing in the A or whatever. I'm like, this guy's like six two now. Oh, he's like a six foot three monster,
0: and it's yeah, crazy and he's, because a unit, dude. because
4: but he's you know great. how
0: you guys and we're 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 gonna get into how you guys like adapt your game. Um, being smaller guys and stuff like that. But you know how you guys play a certain way to protect yourselves. And, you know, you guys probably have better puck protection than certain guys and stuff like that to be able to play at such a high level, being a smaller of a smaller stature. This guy learned how to play small and was a really good player, small, and then shot up, you know what yeah. I mean? So it's like, if you guys right now shot up to six, three, but we're still able
4: to do exactly what you do. <laughs>
0: Man, and fingers it's actually crossed baby let yeah, yeah,
4: i'm still hoping no dude it's like the best like the best case scenario probably for him growing up to be small like you said learn all that stuff and now he's just now he's a monster it makes no sense like he like i'm still the same size i was in bantam yeah but you actually
0: put up 77 points in 43 games is that what a year <laughs> uh <pursuit laughs> yeah. of excellence That's a year. Six players uh i saw Kawaguchi, Jost, Ethan Bear, and I want to give a shout-out to two guys that are buddies of mine, Chaz Redikop
4: and Cody McDonald. Yeah, dude, we had such a such a cool team there, obviously. I mean, for a Bantam team, like, we were so stacked. Everyone still plays. Yeah, yeah it's crazy. It's hard to find another – I mean, obviously, we're in Academy, which helps, but it's hard to find, like, a team that far back where all these guys are either in the show or playing pro at some point.
0: Yeah, that's unreal. How was that experience? Is that in your backyard? So you were able to stay at home? Yeah.
4: Yeah. I was able to live at home. Like the rink was probably ten minutes from me, so I didn't have to like bill it or anything. Um, our team was sick. Uh, you know, it was unreal, man. And you know, obviously, like still keep in touch with some of those guys. Like cop was, you know, we were really tight there uh growing up. And then he's a beauty. Uh, I played with him in Soco. Oh, he's unreal, dude. He's so funny. Um Portugal right now, ripping great. it up. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, Ethan Baer, too, like he was an awesome guy. He's having a ton of success in the NHL now. And obviously, Joe's one of my best friends, uh, you know, just making a huge career in the NHL. So it's sick.
0: Yeah, that's unreal. And then you you played for the Okanagan Rockets, sickest name in hockey, maybe. Uh, <laughs> yeah. and, then, and then the BCHL. I've heard sick things about the BCHL. Hank, obviously, we're going to get a little bit into the USHL because you're maybe the biggest veteran of all time in the USHL. <laughs> maybe top 10 uh games played in the USHL, I think, most likely. But anyway, how was uh your experience, Finns in the BCHL? Because I've only heard good things about that league.
4: Yeah, the BC it was good, man. Like it's obviously um uh, back then I don't I wouldn't say it was as good as the USHL. Like the USHL is probably harder to play in BC is like, you know, a little bit softer. I don't even know if it's more skilled, but you know, it's definitely a little bit softer, which was nice for me you were probably uh, before college. Yeah, I was beating people up left and right. But uh no BC was good. I think I don't know what it's like these days, but uh like I don't know how it compares to these like I know like obviously the AJ isn't great and stuff, but probably the next best junior league aside from USHL. Yeah, I agree. Hank,
0: let's get into your uh, USHL career a little bit. I mean, you started off in Omaha, basically exceptional
3: status. I mean, there was like three ninety-eight fir- in the USHL the, the L- first, that year. The first guy to get exceptional status to play two minutes a night. <laughs> yeah,
4: <laughs> two minutes McDavid a night. Of Hank, the USHL.
0: Hank, two minutes a night is not bad compared to some nights <laughs> I've played. But
4: uh,
0: <laughs> but listen, I mean, you played in the USHL as like what?
3: Were you fifteen or sixteen? Sixteen, yeah, junior year.
0: Yeah, 16-year-old, and I remember I was right there playing Omaha AAA. We got to hang out a couple times while you were a Big Shot in the USHL, and I was just a little AAA pigeon. But uh, talk a little bit about your experience in the USHL. I mean, you did end up playing four years, 232 games, 179 points, and more importantly, 197 PIMS. Nail gun. Nail gun. But can you talk a little bit about that?
3: Yeah, no. Uh, I love juniors. Um I,
0: God, <laughs> to be you, games, no even, shit, you love juniors.
3: <laughs> even uh even when it even when it wasn't going good, it was sweet. Like I mean, Omaha, I think was really I wouldn't say a ton of good things about it just from my experience, but I would say the cool part was like we had some sick guys on that team my first year, like Jimmy Schultz, uh Carlson, uh Gersich, uh Anthony Angelo. Yeah, the uh, big like, guy.
0: Yeah, like just playing?
3: yeah, he's in, the a. he's in Milwaukee. Yeah, oh wow, yeah, so like just a bunch of like really good dudes, and like they were all everyone was a really good group. I lived with a kid, uh, shout out, I don't know if anyone knows him, shout out Brendan Smith, played at Cornell, huge beauty. Um, but he kind you guys of had like, that
0: big guy on your team, remember that Louis Rowe? Louis Louis Rowe. Rowe. I,
3: li- I lived with him, yeah. Yeah, he's, I like, he's like two or two or three of me maybe, but yeah. um no, he was uh he was great. Like I lived with him for a little bit, but and then uh obviously Fargo was where I where was where I really enjoyed it. Uh, I played for Kerry Eads, who's kind of a legendary junior coach in my opinion.
0: Legend. Shout uh, out to
3: Kerry Eads. Yeah, he's uh he they don't they don't have coaches like that anymore, that's for sure. Um if it, but no, but
0: real quick, let me cut you off. If he wasn't a coach in the USHL. I would have probably never been able to play in that league because he's the guy that gave me my first couple games and, and uh, he, wow. loves he, both, loves man. he loves
3: both ends of the spectrum. Like he loves skill and then he loves like tough guys. Like yeah. he really does. Like, so I don't know. I, I, I loved him. and I have a great relationship with him. I still talk to him. So yeah, the Fargo stuff was great. I had, um you guys know, this is a huge part of junior. I had an unreal billet family, which yeah. like makes things so much better. And like there, there's it's a family in Fargo that I'll talk to forever. They had, you know, uh, four young kids, and like they're you know all the kids are growing up. The oldest one just started driving the other day. That one kind of freaked me out.
4: Um, <laughs> yeah.
3: But uh, no, yeah, I had unreal, unreal experience in Fargo, and then it was even crazier because I went back after BU and got to play for another year. So um, yeah, but hey, no, Carrie I loved it. Probably, I loved it so much. I had to go back.
0: Carrie is probably the only coach. That would have put me and you on the same line.
3: That's you're probably exactly right.
0: Well, well,
1: fuck, boys, you guys know why he got cut from Allen, right? He fucking told Costello. He said, "Put me with with
0: Fins and Croner." He said, <laughs> "Yeah, no, we were trying for it." Over under Hank and Fins, How many points would I have had if for I the was full seventy two game line? spread? Full seventy two. If I was on, if I played with both of you guys, EP one over,
3: over under fifty. I I'm think thinking right the- at. I that's think a that's a number. perfect number, yeah. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. I'm taking
1: the I'm taking the over for sure because <laughs> they'll just rip it at the net and it'll hit your leg and go in
0: enough times. Well,
1: like, listen, uh, boys, I don't, to to the
0: net, I don't mean to brag, but eight points in my last 15 games, I was Ooh. only playing 10 minutes a night and I was not playing – with guys like kroner and fins i'll tell you that <laughs> that's pretty
4: that's pretty that's numbers dude like, dude we were shit. checking
3: in on you we I, I would send fins all your goals i'm like man, yeah. this guy's lighting it right now like he's a man possessed
4: there was a there was a stretch where blatch
1: had like what was it blatch you had like nine points in your last 10 games or like nine and nine no
0: i had eight in my last 10 or something like that yeah eight ten, your, eight
3: elite, ten, your elite your elite
0: was popping Listen, yeah, my, like my, my elite. Yeah. My elite was pop. Screenshot it. Screenshot it. Send it to the agent. My elite's looking good. And I keep, I, I get more views all the time every time I look at it. So I know people are checking in, but I don't know if it's my <laughs> wife or if it's like scouts, you <laughs> know what I mean? So.
4: Tanner again, again. When
2: Blatchy was on that heater, he was definitely messaging you guys like his goal clips and stuff. At, hey, like yeah. I, <laughs> I like, was definitely.
3: Yeah, but it was always I, I loved it because it was always like a little bit of like a detailed like like what he did on the play. Like it wasn't just the clip. It was like, like hey, like do you see me like kind of like shimmy that guy and like cut to the middle? And I'm like, yeah.
4: <laughs> yeah, he's telling Croner he's using his moves now. That's why he's got nine in his last. You know game. why? You know why?
0: Because in Allen, in Allen, I would play like two minutes a night, if that. These guys can attest. And in practice, I, every time I would do something sick, I'd go up to them because they play a lot of minutes, you know? And I'd be like, yo, you see that? And they're like, yeah, Looking <laughs> yeah, for well, the you Alan... approval.
2: You're looking <laughs> for the yeah, approval. Like, He's like,
0: yeah, yeah, that was nasty. You know, and they're always
2: hyping me up. You should be on our line. You should be on our line. <laughs> hey, <over> go <laughs> to and Allen practice, how many backhand toys you guys oh. have off
3: the, off every, the every first Every the breakaway, first no one
4: could figure it out. Yeah, the very first day he came out, I remember we were doing, like, a little, like, skill area thing, and I had, like, no clue who he was, like, I didn't know he was, like, a tough guy or whatever, and he was, like, kind of wheeling and dealing through these cones and stuff, My like, oh, this guy looks pretty good, and then he goes in for, uh, he goes in for this one rep, and he, like, tries to put it under the stick, like, fucks that up, goes to, like, turn, like, loses an edge, comes down, and, like, whiffs on the, <laughs> whiffs on the shot, and he, like, comes back to line, he's like, holy fuck, boys, I'm rusty, <laughs>
0: you know what I mean just rusty but hey no, 49 get goals Hank 49 goals this year you didn't want 50 that's a joke I was texting you every day too last like 10 games I was texting you you got to get the 50 goals 50 and 23 50 and 23 no 49
3: you know why it was so crazy though is because I had like 40 three or something with like I don't remember how how many left but it like I was like there's no way I'll get 50 like it just you know what I mean like I would have had to like and then I had that weekend against Savannah I had like seven goals or like six five or six something crazy so then I was like one away for the last three games and then I just couldn't talk like I had a breakaway (laughs) I I had a breakaway in the last game of the year in overtime at home sold out yeah, and I missed it. I would have done like the probably. I would have done like this Timu Solani probably. I don't even know what I would have done. Oh, it's
0: a good thing. It's a good thing you ended at forty nine because I think fifty goals. You you, you contemplate retirement. Either sign me to the national league, or I think this is it. <laughs> but you know, but you know why you can't hang them up because you got that three ice coming up.
3: Three ice is huge. Yeah, we love. Can you we talk love a little play. bit
0: about that and how it's gonna fucking fill your pockets.
3: Yeah, well, you know, it, it's nice because uh, you know the rookie max isn't isn't that great, so that's a little bit of a uh, an added bonus, I guess. But I mean, me and Finn's always joked about it. We, I would just say, you know, like I'm gonna be playing three on three regardless, so it'd be nice to get paid for it. So it's absolutely one of those, that's a one that's a hell of a league, league they put
0: together. First, I want to give a shout out to my league, the Flow three v three league, best three v three league in the world, better than three ice, but three ice does pay better. <laughs> and it's a great thing they got going wow. We actually, we're actually a pay to play league. So it's a little bit different, but uh
3: different. Yeah. Different criteria. What they got
0: going there? What's up? Can you talk a little bit about that three ice league? Like, yeah, so they,
3: they changed it. So last summer I, it was like six teams and you played like every, every week, like it was like a six week thing. You played like every Saturday in different locations. And then there was a final and then the final, like, pay last year was crazy like if you won the whole thing it was like a hundred grand a guy like crazy so i don't know what happened but they 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 changed up the payment a little bit like the regular season this year is the same and then the final just pays out like the regular season so i think like the most you could win is around 20 which like is still plenty for some
0: but they fly you out
3: yeah well that's it's obviously less money, but this year's different. So they added two teams. So now there's eight teams and then you don't play every week. You only play three of the Wednesdays. So like it's only three events for the same, you know, for, for not teams. the same amount of money, but hours in hours, you put into it, it might be a little more similar. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, I'm playing uh, July 5th in Hershey and then July 12th in Grand Rapids and then August 2nd, in Nashville. So, so, pretty, so those are pretty good group, yeah. That's that I got actually.
1: picked. I got picked for the taxi squad, so
3: maybe, 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 you still get, get a, paid for that, don't you?
1: Uh yeah, you do. Yeah, you do. Yeah,
3: you're just going on vacation.
4: That's the taxi- best. Day. Here's a
1: th- No, no, no. You're, the taxi squad isn't traveling unless you're you're gonna play. Oh, so okay. it, you're you're just on until unless you play, then you okay. travel. Fins, but you, you but you get
3: paid regardless.
1: Man, so you, play, you get paid regardless. But on that too. You didn't get the invite? Yeah, yeah. 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 You get paid All like your... a normal player's salary if, if you
4: play.
3: Yeah, that's Vince not, not a bad gig. Paid, but...
4: Hold
0: on, real quick. One sec. Fins,
4: no invite. Man, I'm Canadian. No Canadians allowed. Well, I'm American. <laughs> yeah, well, I know they missed out clearly. <laughs> they don't
0: like that. they don't like an juice. enforcer.
4: They don't, like it. they don't
0: like they don't like Jews.
4: Yeah, they don't. <laughs> <laughs> I know, what I'm so what else could it be?
0: What else could it be? I had double digits and points. What are they gonna say? Double digits I don't know. And points led the coast and pims. How you doing?
4: Like, Nine in the last ten.
0: What more could I do? Oh,
4: nothing at yeah, this Literally. point.
0: No, but um, I actually wanted to get into uh, this. Is a question for both of you. So, whichever one of you wants to go first can, but. <laughs> But anyway, uh, jump from NCAA to pro, uh, both probably been told you're too small, um, which obviously doesn't matter when a sheriff is on your team. But what are some things uh, you guys found a little bit harder, like in pro than NCAA or or maybe there was nothing. But what was how was the jump for you guys being um, on the smaller side?
3: I mean, it's kind of a tough one for me a little bit just because I feel like I got kind of like best-case scenario in my first-year pro, like playing for someone like Costy, kind of already knowing him, and obviously given, given a, you know, a lot of freedom, um, which is a huge part of it. you got so. to wear a
0: 4,500, bro. It's as much freedom <laughs> so as you so free. Gets. Yeah, Beyond it food. was free.
3: It was free. So obviously that plays a huge part in it. But, I mean, I don't know. I think that the people – I don't think people give – the coast enough credit in the sense that like there's obviously some really good players in the league and like it's fast like um I think it's uh it's obviously different because of the schedule I mean I'd say that's probably the biggest thing for me it was you know playing going from playing 35 games to 80 was a yeah. pretty big pretty big change up but yeah I'd probably say the games and the schedule for me what about
4: you Finn um I think it's yeah I think like Kroner said the leagues obviously a lot better than people assume but I guess probably just there's, like, a lot less structure, I mean, in how, you know, the NCAA plays versus uh, versus pro, or at least I should say the coast. The A and NHL are pretty structured. But coast, you can kind of freewheel a bit. So I think for some guys, you know, it it can be right away that they find success, and, like, others, it takes them a bit probably because, you know, the style is so different. You play, yeah, you play way more games. You can't skate as much. There's there's a lot of differences, I think.
2: Yeah. I was, One. Day. I was wondering right after your college career, you went right to Europe. I was wondering yeah. why you decided to go right over there instead of
4: staying in the States. Yeah, that's a great question. Uh, I don't know. My <laughs> agent just figured, you know, all that COVID shit was going on. He didn't know if like leagues were going to play over here. Um, he's like, oh, you know, maybe go over here and like, you know, see what can happen and stuff. And I don't know. Probably wasn't the best idea. I didn't I didn't love it over there. The, it's just weird, man. You go over there and like, you know, the dress rooms aren't the same. You know, everyone's you know speaking a different language. You're not really like with the guys as much. So, I don't know. I didn't didn't feel like it really fit too much. And then, you know, you're probably your play suffers a bit because of that. I think so. I was happy to get back in North America this year for sure. (laughs) Real happy living in the frat house. Yeah, I I had to get you there, man. I had a feeling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, That's the other thing. And Corone actually, yeah, he was the one that got me to Allen. So, um, you know, he kind of linked up with Coffee there in the summer and he texted me this whole spiel he called me for like two hours one day almost <laughs> crying <laughs> i was like please man i haven't seen you in yeah. so long you gotta come yeah he's like you got he's like you gotta come now." and i'm like man honestly that sounds pretty sweet like you know this coach sounds awesome i was like put my name in and then i got a call from Cassie like probably a few days later so it all seemed to work out pretty well and then you nice. got to wear
3: then you got to wear 15 so it was sick yeah that's sick that was pretty crazy and just no number choice.
4: Yeah, I came in. Yeah, Blash. Yeah, I came in and uh like they didn't ask me what number I wanted or anything. Just <laughs> or like a, size a total, just a scrub coming in. Same with me. <laughs> what did I wear in Allen?
0: I don't even know. 29. Remember.
4: You were Nate Dog, man.
0: 29. They yeah, um, That's actually a sick number for me, 29. That you know, was nasty. You had the Kovalev, you had the
3: Kovalev TJ and the shaved head was sick. Yeah. <laughs> you guys see the the flow? Yeah, I know you're actually it's, you're getting there. You one That's day enough. you'll get one day you'll get to me in Finner's level. But...
1: Yeah, not that he looks like a chia pet when it grows out. <laughs>
3: yeah, so do I. Mine's brutal. I have a hat glued onto my head twenty four seven. So yeah,
1: then TK. <laughs> let's get him a Buzz Pod hat for that head.
0: Yeah, we yeah, got, yeah. I'm gonna, gonna
3: need one. Yeah, yeah, and a and a polo. I'll wear it every day, all things. Yeah, oh, you, you know I you know
0: I'm gonna wear that polo every day to the ring
3: yeah <laughs> yeah
4: dude
3: yeah, that's a that's, funny
4: story for you guys that's, that's a good one yeah the polo like uh, i think we are probably like a weekend or something and blotchy's been rolling up like because when me and Crohn go to the rink you know we <laughs> wear like you know sweatpants slippers whatever you know just the bare minimum that you can wear to the rink and blotchy comes in high and tight he's got like his polo <laughs> on tucked in he's got a belt on like dress shoes i'm looking at yeah, alex like, mcqueen's <laughs> yeah just like styling out Look at him one day. I'm like, dude, like, I'm like, are you going somewhere after this? Like, do you work? I don't know what's going on. He goes, he's like, he looks at me like real serious. He goes like, this is my job. Like, you got to look good when you come to work. I'm like, all right. Dude, I, 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 asked, I
3: asked him if he was auditioning for Love Island. Like, I didn't know what was going on. He was fucking, <laughs> looked like he he's was looking going around good. the fire pit.
0: You guys know it's funny is like, I played for so many fucking teams now. So I got to answer this question all the time when i walk into the rink everyone said the first day everyone lets it slide because they think it's <laughs> yeah. they think it's like oh this guy's first day then i come the second day and they're like yo do you golf do you golf after this and i always hit them with this no i hate golf man <laughs> and then they'll ask like oh how do you dress like that the only say, hockey player ever like i'm straight oh, in the yeah. eyes like i did at Finns and say i'm a professional hockey player i come here to work
3: yeah yeah no i'll I'll give you credit blotch you're like for sure like one of the most if not the most dialed in guy like when i go to the rink and stuff like i remember we'd we'd come cruising in with our perfect bars like eating brekkie and and uh blotch would be like in a full like full hip flexor stretch like leg (laughs) stretched like to the to the door like right when you walk in the door and alan is like the gym and the dry stalls and like his leg was like almost in the doorway that's how hard this guy was stretching
2: <laughs> <laughs> he's like stop see the sheriff pit? It's yeah
0: yeah and he got his down.
3: guy's got his compressions on in the middle of the room just rolling out so hard for the boys
0: yeah like, and yeah. all the boys know oh, and all, so... all the boys know when they walk in they, get, they got the sheriff they get say what's up to the sheriff right away in the morning and then sometimes like, if they're lucky in. if they're lucky i'll bring bagels you remember bagel day yeah, no,
3: you're you're dialed in. I'm telling you, there's
0: I've never yeah. seen anything like it. Finns, I actually wanted to ask, uh, sorry, TK, I know you had this question, but you're taking too long to spit it out. I think I just want to know what was your favorite city um on that little Euro trip. You played for four different teams, four different yeah. cities. I believe they are wait, let me name them now. Fuck. Ah, I can't find you it, pronounce them. it you Germany, pronounce them right. Slovakia, Finland, and Sweden off the dome. Those are yeah. countries. Countries, yeah. Cities?
4: What do you think? Yeah. So Slovakia, I mean, a bit of a, you know, a bit of a I don't want to say sketchy country, but like, you know, it's a bit run down and stuff. So it's kind of weird. And then when I was in Sweden, dude, I was living in a town, I'm not kidding. Like the population is three thousand people. And they get and they'd get around fifteen hundred to two thousand at the game. But there wasn't like you couldn't go out to dinner in the in the little town. Like there's no dinner restaurants. There was a grocery store and one little street with like a pizza shop. Brutal. So, so that was brutal. Yeah. I couldn't I honestly I hated that. I had nothing, nothing going on there. Finland was okay. Uh the German city I was in though, Freiburg, was uh was really nice. It was like on the border of uh Switzerland and France there, so I was able to do a little bit of traveling and stuff, but super nice. So I'd say definitely definitely the German city out of the, those four. What was the best league? uh oh the swedish league by far yeah yeah the swedish league is good man it's like college where you know everyone's just working their bag off skating around but there's almost you just get like you know a little bit more skill almost so it's honestly a really good league uh i think people like should probably look at it a little higher respect nice Mm -hmm. um hank let's talk a little bit about your uh college career
0: um quite the travel man um like myself but you're a rookie compared to me, but you played uh for BU, true freshman, I believe. No, year out. Year out of true freshman, then went back to the USHL, and then um Denver, and then Northern Michigan. This is off the dome. Off You're the dome, right I studied. You're right on it. But um, I wanted to ask about kind of what your thought process was through all these changes, because I assume you're a, a player that has high expectations for himself and considers himself a, a top-end player. Um, because, you know, I've heard this saying is like, there's a saying, I'm, I'm going to butcher it, but the end of it is basically we all end up exactly where we expect to end up. And if you ask me, like, if I went into BU like you did a year out, and had 12 points and played every game as a freshman i would have considered that a very successful year i would have been over the moon and been like i can't wait to go back now obviously you who finished his ncaa career in denver with 44 points in 32 games which is more than maddie benears had that year is that good um (laughs) obviously you obviously had higher expectations for yourself or something and just didn't think that was the fit or or what, what was your thought process there?
3: Yeah, no, I mean, it was, I have nothing uh, bad at all to say about BU. I mean, I saw uh, uh, Zach out there plenty when he was at Northeastern. So um, it was kind of, uh, yeah, it was kind of uh, a great, it was a great experience. Like I, I love BU and like my my freshman class was like, the best group of guys like I know everyone says that like but that's why college is so fun but like your freshman class like you get so close like I still talk to a lot of those guys you know a pretty good amount so all that was great And like yeah I agree with you that when you look at the most guys who played in college like no matter uh you know the guys who ended up having good college careers like usually they're freshman year unless they're like somewhat crazy like that's pretty normal you know to have 10 to 20 points I think um so you know I was I felt like it was fine and everything. And then that summer, uh, Quinn, who's the coach there, got the Rangers job. Yep. So that kind of made things go a little sideways and it was a little wishy washy. So, you know, I mean, I hadn't transferred and I didn't, you know, I was looking at it like, man, I'm still trying to make a run at this. So, um, and then, you know, when someone like Denver calls, it's kind of like, well, it's another good school. Like, you're not really thinking like I'm going downhill. You think maybe I'm going uphill. Um, so I went there and, um yeah I mean obviously there was some there's always some great things about places and always some bad things and um Denver was just one of those things that it just didn't really work out Mm -hmm. um I know that I got better because of it because you know I had to deal with kind of looking at myself in the mirror and being like do I really want to do this like you know everyone goes through times where they're like man I feel like I'm getting screwed or you know whatever it is but I'm glad I stuck through it because uh you know when I was at Denver, my junior year, the COVID year, I was like, man, I might leave, like go sign in Europe. Like I had no clue what was going on. I was like, I can't do this anymore. It's miserable. But I, I grinded through it and stuck it out. I'm glad I did. Cause I got my degree from there. It's a pretty good school. So I was happy with that. And then I didn't want to be the guy who went to three schools. Like that's for sure. You know, obviously it's getting like more normal now with the portal and everything. But when I was first going to do it, I was like, man, I don't know if I want to do that. Is that a bad look? But uh, I actually talked to Costi. I knew him from before, and he kind of advised me to you know go somewhere else where I was going to play a lot. Um I had a relationship with the assistant coach here. he was my assistant in Fargo, so it kind of just worked out perfect and I'm super happy obviously that I went to Northern because I had a great time i mean it's I don't think it gets a lot of publicity just because it's so far up here and kind of a, a random uh, college program, but there's a ton of history like they've won an natty and um every everything up here is like the only thing people care about is going to the game. So it's actually I don't crazy. know.
0: I don't know if you can have a bad time getting forty four points in thirty-two <laughs> games. I don't think there yeah, was, was like a chance that in hell you sure. were having a bad time yeah, there. That you know what I for mean? Sure. Um but at Denver you had sixteen and thirty one and then nine and thirteen, like nine points in thirteen games. Did you get injured or were you just starting to not play? <laughs> no,
3: I was just in the scratch house, so I was uh it was just yeah. So I mean, that's <laughs> yeah. So every
0: let me tell you something. Every hockey player gets fucked, but it's usually not this obvious. Like nine points in thirteen games, and then getting scratched. That yeah, the- it was it was crazy. crazy. I mean,
3: it was the it was a COVID year, so I mean, who knows what was you know there was a lot going on, but yeah, I mean, I, it definitely seems a little weird when you look at it for sure.
1: The the hold on, I'm, I'm I'm gonna make this comment because I'm in the same boat as as these fellas and TK. Because you're smaller you immediately start at a disadvantage to the, everybody else. Whenever yeah. you go, when you show up there, you're like, okay, he's small. What does he bring? And so when you go from a team to a new team, the grass isn't always greener and you have to start at the bottom.
2: Yeah. And
1: there's a lot of times you get fucked because of the situation of the guys who were already there before you. And you being small, it's so easy for them to just be like, yeah, you don't fit the role. You're small. And then you get fucking, you get fucked. So it's yeah, just, so it's,
0: cra- it's crazy because like, I find it's, uh, it's, I think every coach is, I think the way, the right way to look at it is every coach is a person and naturally every person gravitates towards some people more than others. And it's just a fact. Like some coaches will just not like you. Like they just won't yeah. like your vibe. You know what I mean? Because Finns and Croner are like very similar players, similar size and everything. And um, Finns like had an, uh, a great uh, NCAA career at Denver, you know, and maybe the coach just gravitated towards Finns and liked his vibes, you know? It's, I think it really is that. And some people listening will be like, that's the stupidest thing I ever heard. It's all about how you play hockey. But I think 100% when you walk into a locker room from day one, the coach naturally is like judging your personality. Like, do I like this kid or not? And if he decides that there's something about you that he doesn't like, if he thinks you're too this or you're too that anything, it could really like fuck with how much you play and how your career
4: goes, which is crazy to think about, but it's absolutely true. No,
0: you know, I, think people, I think you're right
4: on the head with that one, man. Honestly. Like yeah, they, I don't think true. people realize that in sport yeah. enough. Like people, yeah you're right people gravitate towards other people naturally and you know whether they want to do that or not that's just kind of how the ball rolls Mm -hmm.
1: and the the hardest piece for us is we're the underdog at the start from beginning so when the coach says yeah you're small or I can't put you here because I need a bigger body to play this role oh yeah it's just you you, at that point I've learned to say you know what fuck it you're going to tell me I'm I'm too small to play, well I'm gonna go out there and play like i'm six three,
2: yeah, I let's... feel
0: like these two guys though like z you're in the gym, you're getting stronger, I think these guys just learn to toe drag harder, like it's unbelievable, <laughs> like they're just small they're skinny, and they just they toe drag harder than us, bro, I think yeah, it's I mean... all I think it's all I think you guys a lot of it, and you guys can tell me if I'm right or wrong, you guys play off confidence, right, like you guys know yes. how good you are. And when you're feeling good, like it's easy to play. And when you're, when you're getting opportunity as well.
3: Yeah, no, I mean, I think that's a huge part of it. I mean, you learn how to, you learn how to play your style of game and how to, I mean, obviously there's going to be some development here and there you hope, and you know, some good advice, but there's also going to be bad advice. And um, I think just kind of knowing, knowing your game and sticking to it. um, I mean, that's something that I've like struggled with over, I mean, for sure over my college career, but you know, I think uh, being able to hit the ground running and pro and kind of figure out, I mean, like I said before about the, how different the schedule is with college is like, you know, you're in college, like you're working out like three, three times a week, probably. And they're like heavy lifts, like it's no joke. And then, you know, I can tell
0: when I look at you, I can
3: tell. (laughs) I mean, yeah, I I probably looked a little bigger and then all, you know, this year was great. Like, it, it was pretty crazy in the sense of like, it's not normal to play, like, averaging 24 to 25 minutes a night. Yeah. Like, that's not, like, a normal amount. Of ice. You should have gave so, some like... of those minutes to fucking me. <laughs> Could have used a couple but, of yeah, those. It, you know what I mean, though? Like, me and Finner, like, we would – I mean, I know that we, we joke around about it, but, like, we would get done sometimes and be like, man, I literally can't move. Like, it's not like – like... I
0: remember that one game where you cramped so hard you had yeah, to man. leave. <laughs> that was so funny that was early Sorry. that was so
3: funny dude that was before i got my hydration routine down pat never <laughs> happened again oh that was all time though like that what happened to
4: croner bad crap <laughs> he's, <laughs> he's bad getting stretched somebody. out he's getting stretched out on the bench yeah, yeah. that was all. Time. Didn't, get to see didn't get to
3: play in the third or ot i was choked
0: yeah <laughs> that was all time i actually wanted to ask you before we wrap this up um what happened in playoffs? I mean, you guys got the addition of Fournier late, which definitely probably added some crazy to the locker room. Uh, I'd love to hear <laughs> yeah. a little bit about how he is uh, compared to me um, because we kind of do the same role. But um, what ended up happening there in playoffs? You guys were kind of a powerhouse, and you guys got Kevin Mandeleys back at the end, which is – that's a crazy story in itself, that guy's – season this year going from the ECHL to the AHL to the NHL back to the AHL back to the ECHL but can you talk about what it was like uh, for you guys in playoffs and kind of what happened there
4: yeah Yeah. I mean Fournier was a huge honestly a huge addition obviously uh, you know him pretty well after meeting him at center ice at the beginning of the year but he's he's a super good dude obviously like you know a lot of these tough guys are they're super loyal and good to their teammates and stuff but he's also He's nuts, man. Like he's like you in the dressing room. He's like he's loud, he's vocal, he's like stirring it up. He's on the red line. Like there's always something going on with him, which is you know it's pure entertainment for us because you know of how soft we are. But <laughs> now he is good. I mean, Mando Mando coming down was huge. Obviously, he's a you know a really good goaltender. Um, yeah, I mean we just faced we faced a good team and Idaho. They're legit. I mean they're down two rips somehow now to Florida. I don't know how that's working out, but you know we played them you know we got a game off them which was huge but i don't know they're a good team man it's tough
0: yeah and um if you guys don't know yet uh don't tell but do you guys know what you're doing next year is this power duo back in allen or i mean hank you're probably looking for an nhl one way after 105 <laughs> points but but uh finn it sounds like you're not going back to
4: europe uh like what's cooking for you guys in the future? yeah i mean i'm i'm looking to go back to allen honestly like i don't uh, I don't think Europe's really in the in the thoughts right now so you know I'd hope hope to go back to Allen and 77 you know, obviously... points
0: I'd hope to go back. I'm sure they're going to be like this. Yeah, come back Fins. Open eyes. <laughs> yeah, tonight.
4: yeah. No, but I just uh you know it'd be big time if uh, if Kron came back. Too obviously he's going to have some options here so we'll kind of see how it all pans out. Croner? Yeah, no, I don't I don't know
3: yet. I mean we'll see but it's uh, it's never bad to have, you know, the option is out with how good it went. And um, obviously, like, it's more than just the hockey a little bit. Like, it's obviously a huge part of it, maybe, the main, you know, the main part. But, like, I'm from Dallas, so um, that was obviously really cool to be home. I mean, I haven't been home eight, nine years, um, so having a lot of family at all the games and stuff was – it's not like – it sounds, you know, kind of cliche, but, like, to be able to play pro at home is pretty cool. So
0: Yeah, 100%.
3: Very Zach cool. Zach would
0: know. Zach won a Kelly Cup in Florida. Cool. Ooh. sick.
1: Fuck, cool, man.
0: That's 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 sick, dude. Especially because
1: we we're on the same path. We're we're we were gone for like eight nine years. You got to move away, being yeah. from
0: South Market, like.
3: So when you get that opportunity, yeah, no, that's what I mean. <laughs> yeah. It's like it's like when you play like growing up, you know, in in a non hockey or you know non traditional hockey market. It's not. It's crazy, like you're playing triple A, whatever. But then as soon as you leave and it gets to be like a really high level, like, I mean, you know how it is in Florida, same thing in Texas, like people didn't know like what I was really doing. Like, I'm sure they thought that I was just like playing house. Like they didn't yeah, know. Yeah, because if you're not in yeah. the yeah. NHL, and, like, Texas and like, this is, like, this is a hilarious example of this. Like, you'll love this block. Like literally go to three schools and all three schools, first day of class, First day of class, someone's like, "Hey, like, oh, you know, you're new, like, whatever. What's your name? Oh, yeah. What are you doing here? Like, I'm like, oh yeah, I'm playing on the hockey team. They're like, oh, the club team. Like, mm-hmm. at at all three schools. So, like, <laughs> uh, you know, obviously growing up, like, I'm telling people, like, oh yeah, I play hockey. They're probably like, like, okay, what you play, like NHL on Xbox. Like, you know what I mean? Like, they did, te- they probably yeah, like they they're like if they if you don't play for the stars, they don't know what that is. So like now that it's like coming home and like being, you know, near people and being this age and them seeing that, like, you know, it's, it's a legit thing. And, it you know, it's definitely a bit cooler than than if that wasn't happening.
0: Yeah, 100%. They get to go to your games and see what you do, put up 105 points, not a big deal. That's <laughs> sick, bro. But you know what? Uh, the Dallas Stars, they could fucking throw you on that top six. Maybe that's a joke. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs>
4: I get Sagan in there.
3: But anyway, no, on thinner goes.
0: you'd probably pick play for much cheaper than those guys too.
3: Yeah, well, they, I mean, the only thing that would stop it like I said is like I just have it in my contract that I can't go anywhere without a uh, finner. So it's just one of those things.
4: Yeah. The the tag team trick.
3: Dual dual package. All right, boys. Well, thanks for tuning in.
0: Thanks for hopping on, boys. We really appreciate it. This is episode 90 featuring the Dish Daddies. Fucking lights <laughs> out.